Welcome to Let's Talk Socials, the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to stand out on social media and be seen as the experts that they really are. The latest updates and trends from the social media space presented by me, your social media strategist and coach. Now, let's get started. Let's Talk Socials. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Socials. In the last few months, I have really, really enjoyed having guests on my podcast, mostly because I have met a lot of amazing women in business lately who have so much knowledge to share. And I just thought it would be a disservice, actually, to you listeners to not get them on the podcast and share their wisdom and all the experience that they have in their respective fields with you. But today I am back with a solo episode that I think will be very, very useful for you, especially if we look a few weeks ahead and discover that Christmas, the New Year and the holidays are actually much closer than we think. I wanted to record this episode because in the last three years of being in business, I have found that there is a certain pattern when it comes to social media content that most Insta gurus will post in the weeks leading up to Christmas and the holidays. There are those social media coaches that say, you have to take a break, it's good for your mental health, you come back refreshed and your Instagram will still be there. And then we have the other side of Instagram coaches that say, well, yes, you can take a break, but it will have some consequences that you should be aware of and that you should consider. In this episode, I want to make a case for both sides. So kind of discuss the pros and cons of taking a break over the holidays and how you can best prepare, regardless of the option you choose to go with. I will also tell you a little bit more about what I'm doing this year and what I have learned from my one month social media posting break last year. So let's dive in. First of all, let me say that I believe that both sides to this debate have a point and in the end it's always a personal slash business decision that you need to take yourself. The thing that I can do in this episode is give you my honest and professional opinion on the matter and then you can go ahead and decide what you think is best for yourself as a person but also you as the owner of a business. As someone who posts very regularly on social media, I'm usually doing like three to four posts a week and I try to show up on stories every single day apart from the weekend. And obviously I still um, do content for clients. I consult on content. So I don't really ever stop posting or ever stop being on social media. So for me, taking a break of even just a week or two weeks feels very, very weird. But at the same time, it's also always a big relief. And I always come back more refreshed and with more creative ideas than before. And I think that that is a really, really big plus for this side of the debate. Because as someone who works in a creative space, I need this downtime to be able to think clearly, to reflect on certain things. Because that, for me personally, is where my creativity comes from. I have the best ideas on my walks, on runs, when I'm just sitting on the sofa reflecting or when I'm writing in my diary. That's usually when my brain switches on 
and starts putting out great ideas for projects, for content, and for my clients as well. So I make a conscious effort to have these breaks throughout my week, each month as well, but also during the whole of the official business year. If you are someone who also already regularly has breaks and isn't as involved in the social media planning process, maybe you're creating content every single day, then you might not actually feel like you need to take a break over the holidays. And that is perfectly fine. But I think for most business owners, and at least most of the people that I talk to, taking a break can be very beneficial and it can be a really nice thing to do. Especially when we also think that in the Southern Hemisphere, at least, the Christmas, New Year holidays are also our summer holidays. And I have found that in New Zealand, this is the prime time to go abroad, visit family and friends or have them visit you here in New Zealand. So it's often a time where we want to spend time away from our desk, time away from our phones to have a good time with friends, with family, with children, with siblings, whoever comes to visit or whoever we are visiting. In fact, last year in October, my parents came to visit us in New Zealand for a whole month and I hadn't seen them for, I think, more than a year at that point. So it was clear for me that I didn't want to post on my socials throughout the time that they were here. I allowed myself to do that But I also knew that if I wanted to post something, that I could. But in the end, I didn't <laughs> didn't post anything, I think, just on my stories. I was still working on client projects at the time, but I wasn't actively putting out posts. And for me, that was a perfect solution at the time, because I was able to spend a lot of time with my parents and not have such a huge workload that I needed to get done while they were here. I recorded a whole separate podcast episode on this month-long road trip and how I turned into a little bit of a digital nomad during that time. I recorded that last year in November just after I came back and I talked a bit about the experience. So if you want to have a listen at that after this episode, go ahead. But I think now, a few months later, I can talk a little bit more about the longer-term effect that this break had on my business and what I would do differently. While it was awesome that I had a lot of time to spend with my parents, to give you an idea, I usually work like an hour, maximum two hours a day. Some days I didn't work at all. And then after my work was finished, we would do stuff together. So I really decreased my workload by a lot and just did the minimum that I had to do. And as I said, I didn't do any social media posting for myself um, and only worked on client stuff. What that meant for my business, however, was that once I was back, I did not have a nice pool of warm leads that I could start working with. And I think the mistake I made here was that I didn't treat my business like I treated my clients' businesses. In situations like these, it's really, really easy to put your business last and get everything else done first. From that experience, I have learned to prioritize my own business. And what has helped me to do that, for example, is preparing my own content for the week first thing on a Monday morning or even Friday afternoon if I manage before I get into any client work. Because we all know that when things get busy, our own business is often the thing that ends up at the bottom of the to-do list. 
So that was a big mistake that I made there. But I think I've learned from it. I've implemented changes and I think we're good. But that brings me to one of the main disadvantages of taking a break. As mentioned before, I'm not the one to tell you whether you should be taking a break or not. But I want to give you my professional opinion and draw from my experience of this um, last year break to help you make a decision. The thing is, and there's simply no sugarcoating it, shutting down your marketing for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks will have an impact on your business. Sure, we always have months where... We do a lot of marketing, where there's a lot of activity happening, where we are full on and where we are putting everything into our marketing. And then we have other months where we are doing some less intense marketing. But the point here is that we never completely stop marketing. I always like to compare marketing to the fuel in your car. You cannot keep going if you don't have any fuel. So you need to keep filling up your tank through marketing throughout the year. Sometimes we might want to go further, achieve more, so we put in more fuel or we do more marketing, but in other months we don't need to go as far and we can just keep it to a minimum. This is unfortunately something that I see with clients as well. When things get busy, the first thing that they usually drop is marketing because we're busy, right? So why do we need more clients? But then suddenly things start to dry up and you have a problem. There are no new customers in the pipeline. Ideally, we would never let it come to that point where we experience a dry patch and have to panic about where we're going to find our next client. And that's the thing. And that's the thing. If you take off a whole month or something like that and you don't do any marketing at all, that means that from the 12 months that you usually have to achieve a certain sales goal, you now only have 11 months left which means that in those other 11 months, you need to put in much more effort and also budget. To put another picture in your head, I think it's it's really good to imagine marketing or your business as a really heavy uh, round rock or a ball. It's much easier to give a slowly rolling ball a push and make it go faster again than it is to get the ball rolling in the first place. The question you should ask yourself is this. Are you able to take this break? Do you have enough cash flow? Do you have enough revenue coming in throughout the year and in those other 11 months? Can you sustain a little bit of an income decrease in that one month where you're on a holiday? And do you have enough leads coming in that you don't need to stress when you're coming back? If that is the case, then that's awesome. You've done a great job at marketing throughout the year. But if that isn't the case, then you are potentially harming your business. And most businesses that I know, at least, simply cannot afford to not do any marketing at all for a whole month or even three or two weeks. And I really hate to be this person that talks about not taking breaks and just doing business as usual, because I'm not someone who embraces the hustle culture. I'm actually very strongly opposed to the hustle culture and to the idea that business owners need to work 24-7 and, you know, you can never take breaks because this is exactly why I wanted to be my own boss because I wanted to decide when I could take breaks. So that's really why I don't want you to think that you cannot take a break if you need one. Breaks are healthy to take, we're humans, we need downtime. But at the same time, I'm wanting to help you understand that it will have an impact on your business so that you can prepare 
and avoid that from happening. I'm not saying don't take a break. I'm saying take a break, but prepare for the time of the break and afterwards so that you can actually afford to take that break. Is it easier to just go on a break, not prepare anything and then just see what happens? Absolutely. It requires much more effort now to plan your break and your marketing activities during that break, but you can do hard things. Another point here that you should consider is that at the beginning of the year, traditionally, a lot of people are wanting to make changes in their businesses. So in the first quarter of the year, you will usually get a lot of inquiries from people who are like, right, I need to get a new website done, or I need to work on my branding, or in my case, I really should get cracking on my socials this year. So if you haven't been marketing for a few weeks in the lead up to this big push of people coming into the space who are looking for support, you will not be top of mind with them, which then means they'll probably go with someone else and you lose out on that business. Those are the more general business perspectives right now. Let's have a look at what social media consequences we have to consider in this case. In an attempt to oppose hustle culture, I guess, a lot of Instagram gurus will say, you can take a break, no worries at all, your Instagram will still be here once you return. And while that is true, that your Instagram account, most likely at least, will not go anywhere, you will find that it's much harder to gain momentum again after a break, and you will probably see that your reach is lower and that your engagement has increased as well. This is literally what Instagram coaches keep telling you. You have to be consistent because otherwise it's so much harder to gain momentum again. So if low reach, low engagement are problems that you're already struggling with right now, you're in a different situation than someone who doesn't have a reach and engagement problem. It also depends on the role that social media plays for you in your business. If Instagram or other social media platforms are your main traffic source to your website where people buy, then that's different than for someone who gets most of their traffic from Google searches. Before I tell you how you could approach this either way, let's quickly recap. On the one hand, we're all humans, we need to take breaks. Whether that is on a day-to-day -day basis where we might have an hour of social media free time, or if we decide to have a more structured break of multiple weeks where we don't post at all or just post at a very minimum, it's important for us to take these breaks so that we can come back refreshed and that we can have more ideas and more energy to put back into our business. And while our Instagram account will still be there, hopefully, after our break. At the same time, I can guarantee you that your reach will be lower and your engagement will be lower. The logical consequence of not marketing your business throughout that break is that you will have fewer warm leads that you can start working with once you're back, which then usually results in an income cut, which that means you have less budget for marketing for the rest of the year. And lastly, the beginning of the year is usually a really great time for service providers in particular, because a lot of people are wanting to make changes to their life and to their business, which means that we usually get a nice influx of action-taking people. So what's the solution here? As I said before, I don't want to be the person that says you cannot have a break or engage in all this fear-mongering that your business is going to be completely destroyed if you take a break. 
I want to give you my professional opinion on the matter, and that is take a break, but be prepared for it. I, for one, will be taking a break again this year because we have friends from Belgium coming over for almost a whole month, which is exciting. And we don't want to waste that opportunity and only just see them for a few days or so. So we decided that we are going to go on a New Zealand road trip with them together for about three-ish weeks. And because of the nature of that road trip and because some areas of New Zealand are still very remote and they don't really have great internet connection, I have decided that I don't want to do any work during that period. And also I think I deserve a little bit of a break. That for me means that from around mid-December, like the 15th or something, that's probably going to be my last working day, all the way through to the beginning of January or even mid-January, I won't be doing any client work and I also probably won't be doing a lot of social media posting. Now you're probably thinking, okay, but you just literally told me before that you saw a decrease in income and a decrease in project when you did the same thing last year. And you would be right, I did just say that, but I'm doing things a little bit differently this year. I will be focusing on promoting offers that don't involve me as a person directly and that don't involve me working on something actively, like a consulting project or something. Some would call it passive income, but I don't really believe that anything is ever really passive because you still need to do something to spread the word about a product or a service that you're selling. A lot of Instagram gurus always talk about setting up templates or online courses as passive income, but those kind of things are rarely ever really passive. Maybe I should do a whole different episode on how you can actually promote an online course, masterclass, or something that people can download easily. But what I'm wanting to say is that you either need to actively talk about these things on your socials through your organic content, or if you're not wanting to do that, you need to put some ad money into promoting these products. And since I'm not wanting to actively create posts during our road trip, I might if I'm in the mood for it, but if the experience of last year is any indication, I probably won't, but we'll see. I will probably go down the route of setting up some Instagram and Facebook ads so that people can still find things like my strategy template or my pre-recorded masterclasses, which are really great resources to get you started with social media marketing. I'm also working on a new quiz right now that might already be finished when you hear this episode, actually, but I'm not quite sure yet. If it is, you will find a link in the show notes. Anyways, that is a great way for me to fill up my email list, grow it a little bit and fill my pool of people who are interested in working with me once I'm available again. I think for you, if you do decide to take a break, it's all about thinking of ways in which you can either promote something quote unquote passive or if you simply want to fill up your email list, that that could be a good way as well. As a product-based business, you obviously need to decide whether you want to keep shipping things. So if you do have people in your business that can ship products for you, even when you're gone, then you can obviously keep going and you could potentially schedule some posts um, ahead of time. But if it's just you in your business and you are the one packing orders and shipping them and you're not physically there, then you might not want to take the time or have the time to do that throughout the holidays. Also, remember that 
marketing is not always just about making a conversion. Marketing can also be about increasing brand awareness and making people get to know your brand while you're on holiday so that when you're back, they can be at a certain stage in your marketing funnel that pre-qualifies them or that makes them ready to purchase from you. So you don't have to start from zero, but they are already at a certain stage. You can obviously do this with uh, email sequences, for example. So you could consider focusing on brand awareness strategies for your marketing while you're away. This is something that I do with my clients. So we brainstorm together. If you're listening to this episode and you're like, yeah, I really don't want to take an income cut this year, but I still want to take a break. How can I make this happen? Book in a one-on-one session with me. We'll have a brainstorm together and set you up for a successful and profitable break. Because believe me, you can do both. You don't need to pay for business success with your mental sanity or your body's health. I think it's simply important that we are prepared for this break and that we don't just think, Uh, she'll be right, which is the classic Kiwi and Aussie mentality when it comes to, yeah, like literally everything. (laughs) To finish off the episode, what would I recommend to someone who might only take a week of break or no break at all and just wants to keep going over the holidays? Think about what I said before. The time between Christmas and New Year's is usually very, very quiet on social media. But that doesn't mean that there aren't people watching. So I personally would use that week and also the beginning of January to ramp up my marketing while other businesses are taking a break. This could be really beneficial for you because there's not much competition going on. Everyone has already spent all of their marketing budget on pre-Christmas campaigns. So you now have an almost empty playing field where you can talk to your potential customers. And again, as I mentioned before, think of those people who are wanting to make a change in their business or in their life if you're marketing to consumers directly. Which one of your products or services could be useful for them in the beginning of the year? Or maybe you have an interesting freebie that would be useful for them so you can focus on promoting that in the beginning of the year. And of course, if you're wanting some professional support with this as well, I would love to help you. I think this debate between coaches on whether you should be taking a break or not is something that will be going on until the end of times. But to sum up the whole episode again, I think it's important that you make an informed decision and that regardless of the option that you choose to go with, you know what the potential consequences might be and how you can minimize any negative impacts on your business. And remember that you can do both things if you take some time to plan ahead now. You can have a relaxing break, not think of social media for a few weeks and still come back and have a pool of people that are excited to work with you and that want to get started when you're available again. I hope this episode gave you some more clarity and will help you to make a better decision on what is best for you as a person and for your business as well. One last note, even though I will be gone for a little while, there will still be podcast episodes for you to listen to. So don't worry. Thanks again for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time when it's again time to talk socials.